right, let's get this thing rolling. Dude, I'm making a podcast right now. What do you want to make? It's Camp Citrus, the podcast. Let's make something. We can do this every Wednesday. It's like an audio art show. Let's get creative. I think it's starting. Hey everybody, welcome to Camp Citrus the Podcast. This is episode 11. Let's just get started. I want to say thank you to everyone that's listening. If you hear this right now, thank you so much. If you don't hear this right now, then it doesn't apply to you. Um, you know, thanks for spreading the word. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, everything. We all, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, I am the whole staff here, but the whole staff is excited that uh, we've made it 11 weeks and it's still going and it's still growing. So thank you so much. If you want to contact me, you can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at Camp Citrus. You can email me at Camp Citrus at gmail.com or wait. Yeah. Or you can um, hit me up on the website, campcitrus.com. That's where all Camp Citrus stuff is located. If you need a coupon code or a sticker or um, you just want to recap some information or the podcast are up there, that's all at CampCitrus.com. So don't don't feel shy. It's a pretty welcoming website and um, no one's going to judge you there. It's, uh, it's a great place. So go check that out, CampCitrus.com. And let's just dive right in. Last week we talked about uh, working on time management. So I'll just kind of touch base with that. I've been practicing some of those tips and techniques. The number one thing that I really felt like I needed to work on was uh, to stop procrastinating. I tend to procrastinate a whole lot, and uh, it's not something that I really like about myself. Um, But I'm pretty good at it, so it works to my favor sometimes. But if anything else comes up in my life, then it totally doesn't work. And something I need to work on is not doing that. So I've been going forward just making mental note that if I think of it or I know I need to do it, I just do it right then. And to tell you the truth, man, it's made a big difference. I know it's only been a week, but I can see a dramatical a dr- I can see a totally dramatical difference in my life just by not procrastinating. Just making a crystal clear mental note, hey, don't procrastinate. And another thing I did, and this wasn't really one of the tips and techniques of time management. And if you didn't hear that episode, you can go back and listen. It's still up and it's still free right now. So, you know, I'm not going to charge you for that one. But um, I bought like a little notebook so I could keep all of my ideas and my podcast stories and setups and outlines in because like I said last week I had wrote it all down on like a scrap piece of paper or a bar napkin and I don't know what happened to that so I had to kind of go into that podcast blind but uh it worked out I guess that's but uh I could do better so I bought a little book and uh I'm really excited about that it's gonna start making the podcast better so uh you know, if you're out there and you can't seem to, everybody should just go go buy like a little book. If it fits in your pocket, that's great. If it doesn't, you could carry it on um, around, whatever, man. Put it in your car, put it on your bike, put it in a book bag, put it in your pocketbook. 
uh, tied around your neck, whatever, man. If you have a little notepad or you, some people like to use their phones, but, uh, you know, start writing down your ideas or your um, concepts or your jokes or your, your songs or poems. Because if you don't, man, you're going to forget them. Even, I will say, even if, if you think of something in the middle of the night, man, just roll over to your table, write it down, and that way you could transfer it to your bike book later. So, you know what I mean? Just That's something that's really, I've noticed again this week that's really helped me is that I'm keeping all of my stuff in one organized book. Organization was one of the tips and techniques and uh, something I probably needed to work on, so I did. All right, now that we're done with a recap of last week, I want to talk about this thing I saw on the news the other day where this Italian sculptor sold a, an invisible sculpture for $18,000. Now, I don't know what person has money like that to buy an imaginary statue or sculpture but this is getting ridiculous man like i don't know what's really going on in the art world but i don't want to be a part any part of that kind of stuff so this podcast about art is not about imaginary art even if it is what i'm talking about right now and even if that art worth artwork is worth more than anything I've ever sold or anything I've ever made that's 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 ludicrous like just dumb I can't I can't even fathom how that happened why that happened who has that kind of money why they would invest it in something like that what is the resale value on something like that it makes the art world look stupid and so, with that being said, I really think that's all I'm going to say about it. Because it just, it almost infuriates me, but also kind of like makes the whole, everything look like a joke. And um, I want to, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and we'll, I'm going to talk about some things that I love about art and some things that I hate about art. And like I've said in previous episodes, to me, art it's almost everything, you know, comedy, cooking, movies, poetry, books, music, uh, paintings, you know, all of that stuff, man. Uh, even like, you know, theatrical plays. Uh, some of my favorite forms of artwork are like comic books and comedy. I love all that stuff. Uh, you know, whatever is creative and, you know, someone put a lot of time and effort and when it bleeds through the passion of the creator, that's when I get excited. But you see that a lot in books and movies and everything, you know, even food. Like you got a good chef and he loves cooking, man. You're going to you're going to enjoy that more than a guy who just works in the back of the kitchen and hates his job. And that's that's the type of art we're talking about here. Alright, well, before I even start this next little segment, I just want to say I am going to contradict myself. I understand that. There's definitely going to be some contradiction in the conversation that I'm having with myself. So, if you notice that I'm contradicting myself, I'm telling you now 
that I'm contradicting myself. And feel free to email me or DM me or let me know that I'm contradicting myself. But I will probably respond with, I know. So that's one thing. And the next thing I want to say is that all art and the judgment of art and everything about art is pretty much just opinions. So there is no right, no wrong. Everything about it is just opinions. So with that being said, I'm just going to go ahead and dive into, let's just do all the things I hate about art first. And then we'll do the things I like about art. Okay? Alright, so one of the things that I do not like about art is the how it creates a competition for value. And especially in the sense that like, if I like this piece and you like that piece, but you have more money than me and you buy that piece for more money than I can buy it for or buy the piece I want for, it means that that piece is valued more, which is not true. It basically suffices to say that your opinion is more valued than mine, which is not true at all. And I don't know. I just It bothers me the way that they value art. I mean... Like I said before, a guy bought an invisible sculpture for $18,000. Like, I could go work on a project for two weeks and it wouldn't sell for $18,000. But this guy sold an invisible sculpture. I mean, I don't, that, it drives me crazy. I don't like anything about that. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. So let's just move into the next one. I don't like the fact that art seems to be collected by complete losers. And if you collect art, then that more power to you. That's great. But I mean, the artist did not make... Well, you know, I don't know what the artist made the, the piece for, but I could guarantee you that he didn't want it sitting in your basement for you and your friends to, like, drink wine and eat cheese and look at. He wanted more than just you and your lame friends to play Pictionary in front of this piece of art. So... I don't know. I don't really have like an aggression against rich people as though it sounds, but I mean, I just feel like even these art collectors, okay, you got a guy like Banksy. Banksy is a street artist. He does this work kind of in secret and it just kind of pops up and he does it on the walls and buildings and outside so everyone can see it but these people these loser art collectors will literally cut the wall out cut a cut a hole in the wall that contains the artwork and then sell it for millions of dollars and then that artwork just goes into someone's house that you and I will never be able to go in and see. So the artist in this situation is creating art for everyone to see, but these people are taking it and putting it where no one can see it. And that drives me crazy. I do not like that. All right. Another thing that I don't like about art and the sell and trade and all that stuff is the fact that it's all associated with money laundering. It's like this underworld, like theft. And there's like, you know, these people that are replicating the art. 
it's all like this dark uh, world of these people who are just doing like dirty deeds with their art, man. And I don't, I don't, I just don't feel like it was like the creator did not create it to be in this, you know, dark underworld scenario. Like, I mean, I get it. Like, you know, you can steal this piece of art and then sell it to this guy in the black market for X number of dollars. But man, you're not doing anyone a favor but yourself. It's super selfish. That kind of stuff I don't like. All right. The next thing is uh, all this plagiarism. Like people, especially with the internet now, like I could draw something really cool and then some guy in another country see it, steal it, put it on t-shirts, make millions of them. And now he's he's rich off of my design. I mean, I get it. You know, I know that this is what happens. I understand that the world is not perfect. But, I mean, at least give credit where credit's due, man. Come on. Like, you steal the artwork, leave the signature on it. At least. I mean, there's, there's just so many things wrong. I mean... Even on my website, some of the stickers, I left the word sample written over it. Or you see everybody putting watermarks on their stuff. People are putting watermarks on photographs. Uh, it just blows my mind. Another thing about that kind of thing that is even more phenomenal to me is that, like, you know, Michelangelo can paint this painting that's super famous and put it in a museum. They put it in a museum. Everyone goes, travels everywhere to see it. But then these photographers take pictures of his work and then they sell their photographs for an exuberant amount of money. I mean, is that is that okay? Like it's just like it doesn't make sense that you can take a picture of someone else's life work and then you make all this money off of it when all you did was press a button. Um, I don't know. Just, just I feel like it, that's like an exploitation of the artist. And, you know, I don't know. It's, it's so much talent wasted in the sense that the guy did all this work and then you just copied it. And now you're making all the money. But, you know, I'm not here to judge you. If that's what you do for a living, rock on, man. I mean, you found your little niche. Do your thing. Um, another thing with the exploitation of artists is that all of these artists seem to get, like, more and more famous after they're dead. I don't understand why you have to die for everything to be of value. And then you don't like sometimes the, even the family doesn't get the money i don't know it just it kind of blows my mind there's also like the um the like i said before where in another episode where you know if you're a talented artist especially young um young artist or new artist where they'll try to get you into these gigs where you don't make any money, but you they claim you get exposure. And it's like, 
you know, if you're in a band and they're like, hey, we want you to play this, um, you know, this festival, but we're not going to pay you, but, you know, thousands of people will see you. It is great that you get the exposure, but I mean, in the end, like, you did all of the work. You wrote all the songs. You learned how to play the instruments. You know, you performed in front of the crowd. You did everything. And then who gets the money? Like, who? The the the, the talent wrangler? Like, come on, man. I'm just not with that. Um, I also feel like art attracts, like, these flaky crowds. Like, you know, it's a lot of... Uh, yeah, like I said wine and cheese drinkers um you know standing around talking about i i could have done that you know you you see they hear that a lot in like art museums people saying things like oh i could have done that it looks like a second grader did that you know if, if you feel like you can do that kind of stuff like if you're if you're in a museum and you're looking at a work of art that's hanging on the wall and you feel like you could do that then what are you doing? Why is your artwork not hanging on the wall? Like, you're just talking. You're not doing anything. What do they say? If you can't talk the talk, or whatever they say, you know, walk the walk, talk the talk. Bro, you can't do that. That's why your painting is not on the wall in the museum. I mean, I'm not trying to break you down, but like, literally, you couldn't replicate that. And I get it. I I have taken enough art history classes to be like some of this stuff isn't great and it looks like anyone can do it, but you can't. That's the thing. And even if you could, would you have the crowd gathering to see it? That's another whole issue of the art. Like... You know, you not only do you have to be able to make it, but you got to figure out how to sell it. And you can't do that. Like, you standing in the museum saying you can do it is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Or my second grader could do that. Well, then put your second grader to work. Like, what are you talking about? You know what? I could go on and on about this. They could probably hear it in my uh, in my voice that I do not like that at all. Another thing I really don't like about these flaky people that are attracted to the art world are these people who go out like you what you you go out and you buy a turntable and and now you're a DJ. That's not how it works. You go out and you buy a camera and now you're a photographer. That's not how it works. Like you got to put in the time. You have to put in the time there's so many great photographers i mean let me tell you something some of the best photographers in the world didn't even live during the internet so they didn't have photoshop they didn't have corel draw they didn't have any of this stuff you can't replicate that with your five thousand dollar camera don't call yourself a photographer Okay, and I'm not I'm not talking to anyone specifically, but I'm just saying like tread lightly when you are talking about you're a DJ now. I don't care how many middle school dances you've DJed. You ain't you are not 
DJ Scribbles, okay? You're not Funk Master Flex, DJ Khalid. Like, and I'm not saying you got to be the best at what you do, but you should be striving to be the best at what you do. You can't just go spend a bunch of money and then classify yourself as that kind of thing. That's not how it works, okay? I remember when I got into comedy, someone told me that you had to do 52 shows a year to call yourself a comedian. And I would say that's probably right. Like, I've never called myself a comedian. But, you know, I've seen people do two nights and be like, their whole Instagram is based on how they're a comedian. And that's just, you look like a fool. You look like a fool. You're trying to, like, make your little Craigslist page about how you're a photographer. Not a thing. Get out of here. Flaky people. Alright, another thing that I don't really like about, another thing I don't like about art is, uh, God, man, all the judgment. It's so much judgment, a ton of judgment. And that's why, that's why a lot of people don't do art. A lot of people just Netflix and chill. They don't want to learn how to play guitar because everyone's going to judge them. Like, you know, it, it's tough enough just to be a human. I don't need the judgment it's that's no one needs that judgment i mean can we not all just help each other out and i understand too like you've been doing this craft for 50 years or you know how to play the bass the best and you don't want to give away all your tips and secrets i get it makes sense but you know you can help people you know you don't have to just watch them fall man and same with like you're in the crowd watching the opening band talking about how much they suck but you can your best your best quality in life is your peanut butter and jelly sandwich like come on man less judgment man we we can we can all do better on that like let's just let's just help each other out let's boost each other up you know creative criticism um like i said i know i'm contradicting myself but Let's move forward. This is the last thing I got to say negative that I don't like about art is 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 the, the way that luck and who you know play into it. You know, you could be the greatest artist in the world and never get recognized, but you could be this other guy who just happened to be in the right place at the right time and just get pushed right to the front of the line. And I know that that's just life and that's how it is. And I know a lot of it, too, is like making connections and, you know, networking and being in the right place at the right time and blah, blah, blah. But, man, I mean, it's just tough to watch, man. You know, I know a lot of people that are super good at guitar, but all they can do is like host open mics because they never really got that chance to shine. I mean, but hey, that's maybe that's how you find it is you just keep getting up there and doing do hosting those shows and maybe one day somebody will find you. But then there's also other people who, you know, like just look great. Like you you're a good looking person and you get you know, you get pushed to straight to the front of the line. I feel like with music, like American Idol showed us that. Like anyone can be a pop star. We can make a star out of anyone talented not talented you fit this mold we can make it happen and i it just drives me crazy i mean 
I get it, and I know that there's nothing I can do about this, but these are some things that kind of irk me, and uh, I'm talking about it. Hey, y'all, it's me, Luther Luck II, and I gotta confess, I love Camp Citrus the podcast. It's my favorite podcast. It's the band's favorite podcast. It's the bus driver's favorite podcast. Hell, it's everybody's favorite podcast. Camp Citrus the podcast, keep it up. We love you. You're the best podcast on electronics. Woohoo! Hey, brethren, it's me, DJ Del Royasso. And listen, I got the big ups for the Camp Citrus the podcast. My favorite podcast in all of the land. Original, creative art. Tune up, tune in, Camp Citrus the podcast, the best podcast on the island. Hey, Eshers, it's me, Detroit Rock Randy, and I'm shredding Camp Citrus the podcast. The gods have blessed us with the flames of Camp Citrus, so get your friends, put on Camp Citrus the podcast, start a mosh pit, bang your head, and rock on. Alright, so these are some things that I love about art. This is why I do art. This is why I encourage you to do art. This is why art is one of the greatest things on the planet that surrounds us at all times. And you just got to find it and and notice it. Um, the number one thing, I've, I've talked about this before, is that it just takes your mind off of things. It's relaxing, you know, even... Even just looking at other people's art or reading a book or takes your mind away from your everyday stress, struggles, worldviews of chaos and all that stuff. So, you know, let alone you writing a book or creating or, you know, writing a song, it, it takes your mind away. And, and that's healthy. It's great for your mental health and, and, and just your physical health as well, especially if you're you know a basketball player and that's your art is you know if you if you love that passion it's gonna make you healthier period like whatever you love do it it's gonna make you a better person you know i hate to see people that you know oh you ride bikes all the time i used to love to ride my bike well go get a bike and ride it man nothing's stopping you like do what you love you know it's it's that's important it's really important. Do what you love. All right. Another thing I love about art is that it brings out emotions. Um, you see a lot of people at museums kind of getting emotional or or um, kind of finding that thing in the artwork that they that draws them in, that resembles them, or that they can relate to. And and I love that. It's it's like that even music or books or something it's like you find that character that you relate to or with music like the song might be one thing to one person and another to another person and that's that's just super cool i love that i feel like i just feel like that's so cool that we could all sit down talk about the same thing but it means something different to all of us and it, it drives us all kind of the same way but even even it could drive us different ways, you know, like it's just cool how one person makes something and it, it makes 
all these people feel a certain way. It's so cool. I love that. Um, movies, you know, they do the same thing. Like, you know, it's, I love how movies, too, can bring out emotions like, um, you know, not only like these Hallmark movies where you get sad, but um, the movies where, like, you watch, I like, I don't know, like, if you watch a documentary on rock climbing, by the end of it, you just want to get out there and do something, you know, like, you know, like these movies drive you. There are movies that 100% motivate you to keep going and do what you love. And I, I that's a great thing. Um, I feel like art also makes you want to express your opinions and, and almost get like emotionally feisty about it. You know, like, you know, like it, it, you see one thing and someone else sees another and it's like, it's like you agree, but you're almost like debating it. And it's just great. It's a great thing to have on the on the table at all times. You know, um, they're, you know, they're always topic or, um, yeah, conversation starters or, you know, a great topic to have going on. You know, especially like you're having a dinner party at your house and you did some watercolor that's hanging on the wall and people start talking about it and how oh that reminds me of this time or oh that well that means this to me and i i don't know man it just I, it's so cool how it brings people together in in a totally different way than anything else um even as the creator it allows you to express your opinions of how you feel and even though like you're not forcing that on people people I mean, it's just, it's a great way to um, express yourself. Um, uh, the, one of my favorite things about art is just how it's, it's limitless. Like, you could create anything that you can think of. Um, there's literally endless possibilities to art, whether it be music, movie, anything. You know, even food, like... You know, they're still coming up with new ways to cook stuff and new ways to new ingredients to add. And, you know, like I don't feel like all the genres of music have been met yet. And we haven't perfected anything. You know, we're just we're still on the cusp of like switching it all up and trying new things. And it's always exciting. It's it's there's endless mediums as well. Like you might. You know, like you could have a book that then turns into a movie that then turns into a music album that then turns into a theatrical play that then turns into a graphic novel that then turns into a video game. And it's all art, but it's it's just constantly changing mediums or being morphed into this new thing. And, you know, like... Especially like man, if you discover it early and you watch it grow, it really does make you a a really appreciative fan of like how things work, and that's what I really love is like finding something I really like when it's still new and still kind of in that process, and then you just watch it like grow and grow, and it's great. I mean, that's that's what I wanted to happen to this podcast is not necessarily it become a movie or a book but just that it grows and to something 
I, I don't even know what. And that's why I'm doing it. I just love the fact that it's it's morphing slowly into something I love more and more. And, um, you know, uh, it builds a community. That's another thing art does is it builds a community and it brings people together. And, you know, if you buy tickets to um, to a concert, you're going to be in a group of similar people that like the same thing or if you go to your buddy's art show and everyone's there to see his art it's a small community that's all got the same mission and it's like going to a sporting event except for a home team you know like where you're with all it's like everyone in there is your is on your side and it just, I mean it's a great feeling like especially you know when you feel kind of lonely or kind of left out or you know like those go to I like to go to um, I just love to go to things where I love the thing that we're going to and then you just get around all these people and you know everyone else is there for the same thing it feels good feels like you're part of a community so that's 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 a big thing I really really like about art is just the the togetherness um you know i feel like even at that kind of level it makes us in a community but it also makes us different like you know if if i was to say hey everyone uh send in an example of frustration uh just use the word frustration and send in something you know some people would send in poems and some people would send in paintings and some people would send in music and some people would send in short story and and what's what's cool about that is that it's all the same we're all talking about frustration but not only did we all use different mediums you know somebody's frustration might be trying to quit smoking cigarettes and somebody else's frustration might be that his girlfriend is always late and somebody else's frustration might be you know they just are tired of people not recycling i i don't know but i i do thoroughly love that as as close as it makes us and brings us together it keeps us different and it i don't know it just feels like there's this like tangible web of things that we can all relate to and step back from and you know like there's a there's just an, an intricate dynamic to the artwork and the people involved um uh, the last thing i wrote down for um things i love about art is just that it it inspires us like uh it always inspires me when I hear of another artist or a friend that just finished a big project, it makes me, you know, just want to get out there and finish my projects or start something new or it's just inspiring in general. Um, you know, that goes with everything, though. Like once you, you know, you even if your buddy's like coming up with an idea or, you know, like you find out your friend's starting a band, it, it does send you home thinking like oh man I, that's awesome like what can i do what even if it inspires you to help them even if 
they're starting the band and you're like, well, you know, I'm really good at making posters. I'll make posters for your band. It's all inspiring and it's all it's all pretty amazing. I, I do I really love that aspect of, of it. Um, like I said before too, movies with the emotional thing, movies can really inspire you as well. Like you see a good movie and it might want make you want to go out there and just you know, like you don't know how to play guitar, but you see a movie about a guy who starts a band, and you're just like, I, I, maybe I should just take it up on those guitar lessons. But that goes back to procrastination. Like, don't be a procrastinator. Like, you know, I talk about watching movies all the time, which I do, but I do a lot of other things. Like, you, you know, you can't always just talk about doing it. You gotta get out there and do it. This whole Netflix and chill. Like, like, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about any of that. Like, I get the Netflix, but the chill part, you know, we, we get it done and then chill. Like, do something and then chill. You know? Um, I don't know. Like, it's like you want to watch all this Netflix, man. How about write a book and then turn that into a movie? Like, be a part of Netflix. Like, you know, I know that sounds crazy and it's like... People are like, yeah, that'll never happen. Like, it could. You just have to make it. Like, you have to make it happen. Like, I don't know. I, I don't want to get too deep into that, but, um, you know, it does inspire people. And, and, you know, like, when you see, oh, this guy made another movie, it's like, yeah, you could make a movie. Like, there's nothing limiting you. Yeah, you're not going to start off with a billion-dollar budget, but I guarantee you, you make enough really cool movies around your house, Somebody's gonna, people are going to start reaching out to you, man. And uh, I just, I don't know. I, I find all of that inspiring. And that's pretty much my rant and uh, my love for art. Uh, in a nutshell, I feel like feel like we've uh we've come to this weird point in the world where art is so uh there's like no rules which is fine there's not shouldn't be rules but i don't know even with some of these documentaries i see about artists it's like the artist isn't even doing the work the uh they get like interns from the local arts college to like paint the picture that they thought of it's like that's not your art that's the art students art you know at least do your own work good god man how hard is it i'm over here doing everything on this podcast and uh you know i'm not even claiming that like stop having interns do all of the artwork and then you sell it and make a ton of money like that's not your artwork that's homeboys good god i don't know how i got on that but uh, another thing, dude, that I've really been noticing that I love so much. Well, I've always loved music videos. That's like one of my favorite. Like, I mean, I used to like record MTV. Like, I would just have a VCR and a tape in it ready to hit record for whenever like the video I wanted to get was on. And then I'd have tapes and tapes and tapes of all the music videos that I loved. I still have them. I love it. But um, I, I still watch music videos. I just watch them on uh, YouTube now. But uh, I love this new music video like 
thing. I don't know if it like came from TikTok, but it's like these weird dances where everyone's doing the same dances. And um, I tell you who's killing it is uh, Toby and Wigway. If you Toby and Wigway is like this guy. He's from uh, South Texas. He's a rapper, a uh, poet, and his wife is uh name is Fat, and she uh they have like they I think they've got five albums out, but they're they're amazing. But all of his videos are just so cool. They're so like off, um, but great. Like they're just there's like so different but so awesome and it's almost like these tiktok dances where they're all doing these motions but together in secret in synchronicity synchronized but um god man i'm telling you like haim or is it haim haim these sisters haim sisters haim sisters they have all these videos that are just like that. And then I saw the other day that the Bleachers just put out a new video. And it's like that. Where it's like, it's basically like choreographed dance. But like, not really perfected. I, I don't know how to describe it. But it's, I, I love it, man. I'm, gonna, I'm like literally thinking about making my own, um, <laughs> my own dance video. Because I love these videos so much. So yeah, man. If you're into like hip hop, check out Toby and Wigway. If you're into um, like folk and singer songwriter, check out Haim. And if you're into just like cool um, pop, poppy, like awesome music, check out uh, the Bleachers. I don't, I can't think of what the name of um, the Bleachers' new video because I I think they only have one that's like that. But um, it's so good. They're like in a diner, and he starts dancing, and then all of a sudden the waitress starts dancing, and then you know everybody's dancing. It's it's pretty amazing, and it those like those videos alone like inspire me. It's like, oh, this is like a new idea, this new concept. They worked hard on it. They perfected it. Oh my god! And Toby and Wigway has this one video with um. Black Thought and uh, someone else. Oh my God, man! Let me tell you something. Those those guys, Toby and Wigway, is on fire right now. If you, that guy, that guy's amazing. But um, oh my God, he's got this song with Paul Wall called Juice. It is the bomb. It is the bomb. But uh, I didn't mean to go off on that. I'm working on this other thing right now. Um, you know, I'm always working on the t-shirts for the website. That's like my, I'm doing a six week run on that because of my art class. But unfortunately I can't go to art class this week, which is just a total bummer, but it, it's okay because it will allow me a little bit more time to get some designs ready. So the next time I go, I can just like bust them all out at once it kind of takes a little pressure off of me for the week, but puts a lot more pressure on me for the last three weeks. But uh, I'm gonna get through that, and I'll keep you updated on that. Um, just I'm so busy, and uh, I'm unable to go to that class this week. Such an unfortunate thing. I I love that class, and I've only been I went to one full class, and I think 45 minutes of the of another one. And then I had to miss 
basically too but um yeah yeah that's the thing i'm working on right now is these t-shirts those are going to be popping off real soon um i got a bunch of great ideas for those and and there it's gonna happen so uh don't worry about that that's coming and then um oh i'm working on these so if you're familiar with anything i do or whatever there's one character i have it's the homeless hot dog it's basically a hot dog that has no home and um on my website we're starting a campaign to get this guy you know we gotta we gotta we gotta get him out of the out of the uh ditches man this guy's he's living a rough life and um so i'm starting a fundraiser or a campaign to to better this guy's life we want him to you know get some housing and some help so I'll be selling magnets on CampCitrus.com to help the homeless hot dog. Uh, he's going through a real rough patch right now. And, um, you know, we just want to really help him out. So I've got magnets coming. And 100% uh, of the proceeds from those magnets are going to go to the homeless hot dog, getting a home and some help. So keep your eye out on that. That's uh, real important. We want to get this guy some help. Um He's really struggling. I noticed he was drooling and just like shaking a lot. And it's tough to see your friends like that. So we're going to get him some help. And um, I think I think that might be about it. Uh, I'm going to go sculpt an invisible sculpture and see if I can sell that. But. In the meantime, I got one recommendation for you guys, other than those music videos I just discussed. Um, this is a book that is also a movie. It's called the uh, The Art of Racing in the Rain. The Art of Racing in the Rain. It is. Uh, it's a book by um, Garth Stein, and uh, they made it into a movie. The book is better than the movie. But the movie is really good. So if you're illiterate or like words just don't go into your brain right, then um, check out the movie. It's really good. So it's, a, it's about this race car driver who um, he's basically finds a wife and has a kid. And it's like this crazy story about this race car driver. But um, it's all told and narrated through the eyes and thoughts of a dog, of his dog, Enzo. And uh, I know in the movie, the dog is narrated by Kevin Costner, who's great, uh, great voice. Um, it's so good. It's, I, I just, I'll go ahead and warn you. It's a pretty sad movie. Um, uh, it's, it's really good. It's really good. I'm not like um, trying to get soft on you guys or anything or recommend these like super uh, non-macho man movies or books. But uh, I do, I, I saw it, it came out in 2019 and uh, it's just really good. And it's one of those things where I, sometimes I'll bring it up and no one knows what I'm talking about. And that's why I'm bringing it to you guys. So that you can also watch a movie that no one else knows what you're talking about. Except for me. But um, check it out, man. The Art of Racing in the Rain. It's really good. 
I highly recommend it. Uh, if you're smart and uh, have a lot of time and you like words, read the book. The book is better. Um, but that's it. All right. So uh, take care of yourself. See you again real soon. No doubt. Peace. Amen. Zion. One love. Be easy. See you in the streets. Uh, you already know what it is, man. All right. I hate to say it, but this is the end of another Camp Citrus, the podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've been inspired to get out there and create something of your own. Feel free to send pictures of your artwork, stories, ideas, or questions to campcitrus at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Camp Citrus. And finally, we've made it easy for you to get all your Camp Citrus in one location, campcitrus.com. Be sure to check it out. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you again next Wednesday.